This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. Thank you for using paper more. The time is now 705. Excuse me. Ah, morning in heart life. The lighting is raised over happy policies leaving their domiciles on their way to a productive day at work. And the air has that special metallic quality it only gets after cycling through the treatment facility undisturbed all night long. Of course, Many policies lubricate their morning with a nice coffee or algae smoothie provided by the company at any one of the new refreshment kiosks conveniently located in people mover stations throughout the city. Let me get a large green algae smoothie. Uh, coming right up. Edward Davenport, once the mighty vice president of human resources, has suffered the humiliation of an involuntary transfer to this servile position. He must feel this shame keenly, for when a policy fails as thoroughly as he, the fault must lie with the individual, and not with the company's grand plan. Uh, A small red algae for me. Sure thing. How about a coffee here? Large? Are you an idiot? Of course a large. Right away, sir. There's your coffee, and uh, for you, ma'am, your green algae smoothie. Ugh, this is not blended enough. Put it back through. I want it smoother. I wanted algae creamer and sugar. You didn't ask me if I wanted algae creamer or sugar. Let me get a brown smoothie. Uh, We have coffee and red or green algae smoothies. Uh, No brown smoothies. Uh, Or is that a joke? It's a half red, half green algae smoothie. You new here? Yes. Figures. My smoothie? My coffee? Just one second. Uh, Algae creamer for you and your smoothie needs to be smoother. There's your red algae smoothie. Uh, sugar? Come on. I'm working on it, okay? Could have fooled me. Some of us have important jobs to get to. You know who I am. You're the guy who hasn't started my brown algae smoothie yet. Why don't you try asking nicely? (laughs) It's not my job to ask nicely. It's your job to make me a smoothie. Can you manage that? Can I manage that? I can manage circles around you. I was managing policies while you were in diapers. Now you listen here. Large half-calf with algae creamer. One second. I'm redirecting this policy's expectation. Let me get a small... I asked for a medium coffee.
Another day has begun in heart life. As policies continue to stream along to their happy, productive work days, it dawns on Edward Davenport that his new life will be anything but. The morning rush passes as it always does, leaving him alone to reflect on his lot in life. But he is not alone for long. Hi, Dad. Oh, sweetie. Uh, Aaron. Hi. Surprised to see me? A little, yes. Turning your father in for treason can really strain a filial relationship. Why are you here? I think I'll have a red algae smoothie today. Just a small. Very funny. What do you mean? This isn't even on your way to work. Did you come all the way down here to gloat? No, I just wanted to see you. Of course you did. Is this visit of a personal nature, or are you here on business? Dad. Do you have a report to file about this conversation? On a scale of one to ten, how ashamed is the subject? Dad, I just wanted to visit you at your new job. Why are you being so mean? You can't be serious. You cost me my job, my home! You did that, not me. What makes you think I'd even want to see you anymore? I'm your daughter. Not anymore. But I just did what we always talked about. I thought it would make you proud. What in the earth do you mean? You always said the company comes first. What I did solved the energy crisis. I put the company first. But it's not what you were told to do. We always do what we're told. You said. I didn't mean. I don't know what you meant if it wasn't that. You've changed, Dad. I miss the way things were. Can I get that drink? One small red algae smoothie. Let's call that the usual, shall we? I'll be back tomorrow. Maybe we can talk some more. Policy Edward Davenport, you have served 14 policies today and made 47 errors. Your quota was 100 policies served and zero errors. Please see your manager Name goes here. before you end your shift for a mandatory feedback session. This feedback session will be extremely negative in nature. Thank you, and have a pleasant day. Ah, jeez. Having a rough morning? You could say that again. Having a rough morning? It's just an expression. It's been a little rough, yeah. What can I get for you? Coffee. Coffee. What are you boys doing out here, anyway? Everyone else is already at work. They let me show up a little late, on account of my leg and all. It's tough to keep up with the crowds. Your supervisor must be very... understanding. It's the new vice president of human resources that did it. Put a new policy, the, the kind with a little p, in place to protect injured workers from discrimination. Did she? Yeah, didn't do anything for the rest of us though. Grayson and I are just out of work bums. You're not out of work, Jack. You just don't like your job. We're not accomplishing anything. Sure feels like we're not working. Algae creamer? Sugar? Mm. Mm. You're from utilities department, then. Oh, here you go. Yep. We were on the Stormhawk. 
Not much work for lightning riggers these days. I suppose not. But if you survived the wreck of the Stormhawk, that means you're some of Henderson's heroes. I'd have thought the company would have found a place for you. They did. Sort of? They figured the best place for Henderson's heroes was Henderson's waste field. I don't understand. The fusion generator powers the whole city. They don't need the rigs. And they don't need the waste fields to operate either. Yeah, well, nobody told them that, so they got us doing pointless busy work. Ah, that's wasteful. Maybe you should be in charge. <laughs> yeah! Imagine a regular guy like us running the show. You, uh, you don't know who I am? You're the fellow that makes the best coffee on E-Deck, if anyone asks me. That's right. I am. Really. You bet. I'm off to work. Jack, Grayson, you should get to work, too. Nah. We'll walk you. It'll take a while, you know. The longer we're with you, the less time we waste in the giant septic tank. Won't they miss you? Nah, we're not doing anything productive down there. When all you do is shovel waste back and forth between two fields, you don't really notice whether it gets done or not. Poop winds up in the same place either way. Okay, then. So long, mister. So long! Well, three hours till the lunch rush. I guess I can clean up a little. I wonder if anyone's ever thought to make coffee pie. I just feel so useless, is all. I'd like a real job, one that helps people. Like that coffee fella back there. He must be happy. This sucks. Fellas, I've got to say it. I've been listening to you bellyache over your do-nothing jobs for weeks now. So what are you going to do about it? What do you mean? I don't remember Neil Henderson ever complaining. Not even once. When he saw a problem, he did something about it. And sometimes that thing was stupid and got somebody killed or covered in dookie or crippled. But he did it. He never sat around waiting for something to happen. But what can we do? The company placed us down in the waste field, so that's where we gotta be. He's right. What? Neil Henderson didn't do what the company told him to. But he's a hero of the company. Sure, now he is. But before that, he went AWOL from his job, left the city limits, and trespassed through restricted territory. Heartlife didn't care. In the end, he made things better. That's a very positive outlook, Jack. You could be a force for good. Without the company? I don't know. My test scores show that I function most effectively in a structured environment. What if there were such a place? Ah! Who are you? Just an old man trying to live his life in the style of the Henderson. Looking for some like-minded individuals to join me. Come with me. Are you crazy? Probably, yes. It'll give us something to do. It's against the rules to seek out like-minded individuals for purposes other than corporate-sanctioned productivity. The ways of the company are not the ways of the Henderson. If you want to go back to the waste fields, be my guest. I'm going with the old man. When you put it that way. Tim? I have to work. This was your idea in the first place. Maybe I can come by after my shift. Where will you be? Around. Take my card. Huh. Apparently, old man is actually his name. Hey, where did he go? Whoa, he disappeared out of thin air. No, he didn't. He's just hiding somewhere to fool us. Am I? Ah! We fly! After him! Bye, I guess. Bye. Ah! Which way did he go? He was just here. So then my daughter came by to gloat. I don't know, Clay. 
I was happy as a vice president. I was good at it. I miss my ties. Why don't you see if you can get a different job? Try something new. Eh, I'm too old to learn new things. That's what I thought on my first birthday. By that age, Pete was already studying to be a vet, and I was still just an apprentice digger. Can you imagine? I was so much older than the others, it was humiliating. What happened? Turns out I'm just not much good at tunnel digging, so they had me try tunnel repair. And that was better. Not at all. I was terrible at tunnel repair and drainage crew, which I tried next. And then they had me make the coffee one morning, and you don't even want to know how bad that went. Is there a happy ending to this story, or are you just trying to make me feel more depressed? Well, they finally put me in the Montgomery Morrow Memorial Museum. And that's what you're good at? Good at is relative, but at least I'm out of everyone's way. Congratulations. With my history, I'm starting to think I'll be pouring drinks the rest of my life. Just keep your head up, Mr. Davenport. You never know what opportunity may come your way. How very saccharine of you. Well, thank you. Someone's coming. You better, uh... Hide. I know. It's okay. It's not your fault. See you tomorrow, Mr. Davenport. And remember, the right opportunity is sure to come around. Hi, Ed. Been too long. Can I get a coffee to go? Charlie Wynn. Shouldn't be surprised. Still take it black? I do. How are things upstairs? Oh, same as ever. Office politics, budget shortfalls, you know. Sure. So tell me, Eddie, how you been? Don't screw with me, Wynn. I'm in no mood. I'm sorry, Eddie. I, I didn't mean it like that. I don't think there's any shame in working for a living. There's dignity in a day of labor, after all. How would you know? <laughs> oh, sharp as ever, I see. Can we cut the crap? You didn't come down for a social call. On the contrary, old friend. That's exactly what brought me down to your level. To make sure you're doing all right and catch up. Talk like old friends do about current events. I don't take much interest in the news lately. Ah, but you should. Admittedly, much of it's been pretty dull lately, but times of surplus have a way of doing that, don't you think? Of course, when something is extremely rare, that can bring out the best in people and make for the most interesting news. Such as what, exactly? I'm speaking very generally, of course, but some examples do come to mind. You know, commodities, skill sets, um, certain select job opportunities. You're bucking for vice president? What department? Uh, I'm speaking purely in the hypothetical, of course, and hypothetically, I wouldn't be interested in being a vice president. <laughs> of course, if a position were to open up on the board of directors, that would be different. No. No, that happens once in a generation. Yes. And wouldn't it be fortunate for an ambitious executive if it were to happen right at the prime of his career? <laughs> what do you want from me? A recommendation? I'm not sure how much weight it would carry considering my recent career change. <laughs> you know what my favorite story is? The Ugly Duckling. Do you know it? 
What does this have to do with anything? The Ugly Duckling was an outcast among his peers, but as they grew and changed, he grew bigger than the other ducklings. And then he turned into a beautiful swan, right? He thought so. So he went to be with the other swans, only to find out that he wasn't a swan, he was an ugly duckling. Is this just some elaborate way of insulting me? So you know what he did? He went back to the other ducklings and being bigger and uglier than they were, beat them into submission until they learned to treat him with respect. Wait, so you want me to hit you? No, Ed, I just think you're through hanging out with the swans. Come work for me. I can get you back on track. You think that could work? I do. You could even be a vice president again and have interns bring you coffee instead of the other way around. Now, what do you think? Could I have my whole department back? I don't see why not. The new VP has made some decisions that are more popular with the hoi polloi than with upper management. What would be involved? The kind of thing you're good at. Espionage, sabotage, arbitrage, work that is, in short, vice-presidential. The kind of work a man's daughter could be proud of. Well... There's just one hurdle. If a person had lost his perspective and gotten bogged down in petty concepts like morality, that might be a problem. Are you prepared to say that won't be a problem? Well, what do you mean? Murder? (laughs) Oh, you're such a kidder. But yes, hypothetically, murder would be just the beginning. Think bigger. Much bigger. But all for a good cause. You and I would make a ferocious team. That we would, Ed. I'd hate to be anyone standing in our way. They'll quake in their boots. And you'd do well on the board. You've got a certain sociopathy that leads to success. So you'll join me? No way! Egg. Excuse me? Do you really think I'd wash my hands in the blood of this city just to put your ass in a comfier chair? You sure this is how you want to play it, Eddie? An opportunity like this doesn't come around twice. I'm done with that life. Have a nice day. You've lost it, Davs. And so, disappointed but undaunted, project manager Charles Wynne leaves the disgraced former vice president to his coffee stand. Ask yourself, dear listener, why would Edward Davenport reject an opportunity to serve his company once more? Yes, he would have been beholden to the personal ambitions of Manager Wynne, but personal ambition is the privilege and responsibility of such managers. It is Charles Wynne's job to aspire, as it should have been Edward Davenport's job to assist him. In this way, with each of us fulfilling our appointed role, heart life thrives. Let us, like Mr. Wynne, leave Edward Davenport to his base and mean existence and venture once more to nobler pursuits as we join healthy, productive young policy Cassie Wilkins next time on Our Fair City. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.